0: I'm living you from Old Heart Radio. Shout it out.
1: Shout it out. I mean, mixed feelings on the story, but... Oh, good <laughs> lord. That's how we're going to start the show.
0: <laughs> These poor bastards. To get your paws off, he my little boy Bowie was drinking Lincoln my Lacroix. La like he's like father like son, yeah. they say. he's got, Bowie's got the finer tastes, you know. Man,
1: a man and a dog, With good taste. Oh, he's trying to come to me. He wants you want some of the pomper mousse. What do you got? What do you got? I got the mango. You got the mango. The Cheers, mango. my friend.
0: Cheers. Mango. And Mike. But I ain't. Hop 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 hop. All right. Oh. If you hear us making weird noises, oh, I got the belly of a boy. Uh, and you hear, <laughs> you hear me, uh, go- you know, ogling about my dog or go- goggling. I don't, goggling's not a way. I don't goggling. know. I'm just saying things. Um, either way, I guess the point is, this is Matinee Edition. Welcome back, folks. Oh, uh, you know it. We know it. There's been shit. Then we have things to talk about.
1: Oh, <laughs> baby. You know what we should talk about first, though? What what else you should check out here on the Old Heart Radio podcast?
0: Oh yes, yeah. so we got we got a bunch of stuff. we got we got you we know Epi's on Epi's dog. The big
1: twenty for fucking under further review.
0: Yeah, shout outs to Amy Jones. For Great show putting out a fucking awesome uh, playlist to talk about. I really enjoyed the fact that uh, she focused, and I mentioned it to her, but she, that she focused on some lyrical content. Yeah, that's something that's always been. Uh, a huge thing for me. Yeah. And so, you know, <laughs> when you have a council who usually doesn't give a shit about that, it was well, kind of nice.
1: I always think that when it comes to lyrics and music, there's a, there's a level of like diminishing returns to some people, but then for other people, it is incredibly important to the, to how meaningful the music itself is. Oh yeah. I'm not saying, yeah, yeah. I feel it's like, like I it's feel like, like you got to strike the middle point, you know?
0: Yeah. I think somebody that has a, a bigger, like, focus on you know uh writing and write like art form centered around you know uh writing like things like poetry or even like i don't know i guess the written word is uh is d- is different than sonic consumables we'll say and uh, either way the what i'm trying to fucking is say different
1: is than the sonic chant.
0: God, the fucking chance. Uh, Shout-outs to Caleb. <laughs> Shout-outs to Councilmember Caleb. Uh, <laughs> but either way, yeah, we got uh, we got episode 20 out. You know, I, I will say this to your hot dogs, or, or well, corn dogs, really. I and probably back on the saturday pod dump at the moment it's like so they're they're all going to be like that episode came out on saturday with like a couple others um including the whack Arnold bros and the the most recent matinee edition that got posted oh baby you know it and <laughs> you know it and yeah, so that's you know probably going to happen again this week but there will as always be three episodes to look forward to man
1: what is the uh, what is this week's episode of uh
0: the Wack Arnold's Brothers? The Wack Arnold's. Oh, yeah, and, man.
1: And who is on this week for uh, under further review?
0: Um, so this week uh, for the Wack Arnold's Brothers, we have a another, like, it's like, what, 83? We're doing another 80s movie roundup. It's 83 through 86. No, 83 through 85, excuse me. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, that'll be kind of fun. It'll be another, like, uh, 12 movies that we shout out um including you know a couple real juicy ones this time as you get more into the 80s you get crazier and crazier movies if you ask me uh so that'll be cool and then um for ufr for under further review we have uh the net the guest coming up is jasper saint germain he came back for a playlist so he'll be popping up on that and then after that we'll have another guest uh Hey, that's
1: exactly what we want though, right? Yeah, yeah. Spread the love. <laughs> you can't keep it you can't keep it fucking the council themselves only have so much. You can you tell I organized this stuff. in my head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Especially because my calendar still says January.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's been a crazy couple months, man. Mm. Indeed it has. We both took a swing as <sighs> if we were doing it at the same time purposefully.
0: That LaCroix, you know, LaCroix, not a sponsor. Could be though if you want. Yeah. Um shout outs. We do it. Sha- LaCroix in LaCroix. a heartbeat.
1: Minor figures, I would, Squarespace.
0: I would if Minor figures got better milk.
1: I like Minor. I'm gonna
0: figures say that, that right one. now. If Minor figures milk was better, I would yeah. roll with their aesthetic. Would you Miracle Kitchen? But do I don't want to do do the,
1: do the milk. Their blend that James Hoffman put together. I'll, oh, Ooh. interesting. It's uh, it's oat, coconut, and uh, yeah, and fava bean.
0: That oh fuck! Uh, it works. Would fucking Hannibal Lecter make this goddamn milk? Like, <laughs> Dude, hey, but we, we got a
1: test little batch at Lander, and holy shit, is it good?
0: Man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Hannibal I feel Lecter. like <laughs> you know, I like. Often at work, if I'm making myself like a steamed beverage, especially like I'll do a little bit of oat milk and a little bit of coconut milk. I yeah. think that provides a really great consistency so and coconut, like a
1: coconut tastes really good, but lacks the body.
0: It is that's always been like the problem with it. It just and so you know I think that's that's a good combo. Yeah. I don't know about the fava bean, but I think I think the fava has
1: to do with like uh, you know like um, pretension, pretension,
0: and maybe <laughs> maybe it
1: has to do with like bone density because you use the 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 whole to do I, I to mean, make like meringues and that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, that that makes sense. It might give it a bit more structure. Stop it from separating. Oh. Because I remember looking at it and that has dramatically the least in the blend. Okay. So it might be like a alternate for like xanthan gum or
0: something like that. Okay. I mean that's cool.
1: But it steamed fucking incredibly. Uh Coffee tangent over.
0: (laughs) I I guess they didn't come here for milk talk, but I mean, you could. You you guys want us to start a podcast called Milk Milk Talk? Talk? (laughs) (laughs) Start paying us.
1: Uh, (laughs) I think we can review a different
0: alternate milk every week. No, actually, that'd be kind of a fun program to to try and do. Market it to the coffee folks. Um, Because yeah, yeah, I'm. You know, last like quick milk tangent. We definitely are. I'm officially over the uh, the Oatly sponsorship. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really like. I'm gonna say it right now. Oatly, if you're listening, Doctor Oatly or whatever whatever Talk your name is, Mister Oat, uh, your product has gotten weirder. Yeah. I don't like it anymore. It's too thick, and uh, yeah, on top it. of it, you know, you guys don't seem to ever fix your supply chain yeah, issues. So, uh, so. <laughs> suck a dick. <laughs> and cheerio Hey. That's that being money- said, somebody sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't turn on you. So. Shall we uh
1: I have a very brief thing to say in our uh, usual introductory segment. The gaming minute has returned, folks, for another week. When will it get canceled? Never. Um
0: <laughs> We own it. <laughs> we own
1: it. The uh whether you want to hear it or not. This is the game minute. We uh this is pretty brief. I'm playing the fuck out of the Witch Queen. Uh, it is by far the best Destiny expansion they've released on like day one. While you're doing that, you might give me a bit more audio. Well oh, there you go. Um, the it's definitely the best day one launch Destiny's ever had. Going into like making it accessible, having a really good, well thought out campaign, it was just a good time all around. And getting into the post game, which is where the real meat of that franchise is, it's been fucking awesome getting back into it more so, and coming up this weekend is the launch of the raid big the fucking raid. deal the uh so raids they essentially destiny was the first sort of foray into this for console gamers but a raid in like world of warcraft you'd get a bunch of friends together and do like a very mechanically challenging like a mm-hmm. series of bosses or series of encounters yeah to get like the best shit in the game yeah usually a few hour commitment at a time
0: is it, yeah is that kind of what this is? Exactly. Oh, okay. So
1: in this case, you have six people. You go into like a new, like or like an exclusive area. You're given zero guidance, and you have to figure out how, how to beat out. bosses or get through rooms with just trial and error. Okay. So and the deal is, they do this usually uh, once or twice a year whenever a raid comes out. They set, they put a challenge mode in until someone beats it. So everyone is under leveled, making it extra hard. Nice. You have to figure everything out yourself. They show no footage of it during trailers. so it's completely fresh when you find it. Okay. You have to learn the mechanics. you have to learn how to beat the bosses. you have to learn how to get through specific areas. And whoever wins gets everybody on the team gets like the exclusive item for the raid. And they get sent like a like a wrestler belt <laughs> with the with a raid logo on it and like with all their uh, with all their gamer tags on the on the belt. And then they get in, and then uh, I think they're doing it this year. They're giving out a cash prize for the winners. What's fucking crazy is like you'll get streamers and like diehard players going out and they will spend the whole fucking 24 hours trying to beat it. I think a couple years ago there was a raid called Last Wish that dropped that no only one team beat it and they beat it 23 hours in and then no one else beat it for a couple more days. It was so hard. Damn, I know. It's crazy, and it's one of the it's one of these fun rituals in that community. That said, a few like uh, I think last year, they they made the raid more accessible. They put it on a weekend rather than on a weekday, and
0: it well, that's smart.
1: Yeah, it broke a bunch of records. A bunch more people beat it just because people who had jobs could actually go in. And what we've seen recently is a bunch of, uh, like normal people, like a bunch of normal people. I just like,
0: well, it's like hey, from normal people who have jobs could go actually. And uh, I think that's, you know, that's, that's, that's,
1: pat- that's patronizing.
0: It always was this thing. I, think it's, the, I thought, I thought it was appropriate. Well, I mean,
1: I think, uh, I just thought
0: it was funny. Well, it's pa-
1: yeah, it is funny. It's patronizing towards the people that like, like our content creators, because when that was like the bread and butter, like so many people would do it. People would get days off from work. But most the people that would win. Could you
0: if, imagine that submitting a request off because you like have a days. you have a raid? You got to run the raid. You got to do the raid race. Oh man, you better have an understanding fucking boss. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. No, but either, I'm not, i not either way. That's uh,
1: it's one of those. It's one of these cool traditions. And since they've made it more accessible, so many many more people have participated. Mm-hmm. And I mean, dude, we're getting very close to the place where I could actually recommend Destiny to somebody that doesn't play it because it's getting so good. Like the story's fucking killer this year, it's they made it more accessible. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's fucking awesome. I'm not gonna be able to participate in the raid race this year because I got to fucking work. Uh and
0: that damn job. I did, it, I did,
1: I did it one year. I did it one year. <laughs> can and you I, a,
0: can you get a uh, request often?
1: Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> we're, I'm working a cafe, man. <laughs> the um, I think yeah, I think it's on Saturday this year. I might throw a Twitch stream on the back and just keep track of whoever's in the lead but when i the one year i did it was uh, i think it was the year after i graduated from high school i just happened to have like a tuesday and a wednesday off while i was working at B mm-hmm. and i just joined up with some randos and we ended up like finishing like 700th
0: <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>
1: it's worth something
0: i of say yeah uh, out of how many
1: uh i think there were like five billion i think uh what was it they put out the statistics last year where there were like dude, I'm not going to hold this while you chug There or. were like 20,000 completions last year within the first 2 days and there were 400,000 attempts. Dang. So, it's some somewhere around there. Like there are a lot of people giving it a shot and the vast minority actually finishing it. It's an interesting like element of that uh, franchise that's always fun.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and like you said, like it's uh, you it sounds like raids have been, you know, a part of gaming i mean it's it's you know raids are essentially like it sounds like uh essentially just like a fucking tabletop game you know exactly where it's like you and your friend are going uh, getting together and doing the fucking adventure you know imagine um, having
1: a dungeon master who isn't giving you shit and you're really having to, to try and figure out everything and just sort of roll with the punches yeah there you go i think and it's and it's one of those uh i think what they always called it was like aspirational content you know it's not made it's not made for everyone But if you want to get the best of it, then you're going to fucking do a raid, you know? Fair enough. So, um, that said, uh, calling you the fucking council, we should rename that clan the council and fucking go for it.
0: Hey, man. You know, that's up to you and those boys. I I I have no skin in that game.
1: Hey, Uh, fucking Nick. Was it Nick? Nick was talking about this? Let's do it. I'm in. I'll Sherpa. (laughs) Uh, We got to get you up to level.
0: Well... Uh, that that coming out of uh, well coming out of the video game minute here. <laughs>
1: what
0: the fuck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you can tell I'm just feeling I'm I'm feeling. Rand, randy today i Jared's suppose i'm, I'm, a, I'm in a mood <laughs> yeah. a I'm, cr- a, I'm here for the chaos <laughs> 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 that quad shot
1: espresso is hitting you hard it, it is and you know like <laughs> the you, way the way
0: said, it, it is you know you, you know and like i almost suggested stopping somewhere ba- on the way out of downtown yeah. too i was just like oh, should i, I should have got another uh, espresso <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. but no, no so uh something i'm kind of i've been following lately is um the new dragon ball movie that's about to come out i I was telling you about it just like right before we recorded yeah i didn't didn't even realize Um, there's another one coming out it's it's cool because like the last time they released a movie it's it's so technically it's a dragon ball super movie which is like currently the like the storyline title that they're going with there's dragon ball dragon ball z dragon ball super yeah uh there's also dragon ball gt if you're into that Um, gran turismo So. Weird crossover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <It's all> cars. <laughs> yeah, they they went from like Kamehamehas to like turbo to turbo uh, engine fucking vehicle boosts and all that shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, but so here's the thing. So like this Bowie movie, agrees. it's coming off the cuff of Bowie is passionate about the subject. Uh, oh, I love Dragon Ball. They CD. released this movie couple years ago called Dragon Ball Super and it was a Broly movie
1: yeah I remember that
0: and that movie was one of the first movies Dragon Ball movies to ever be released like in theaters in the United States yeah and and it was like it was actually quite popular for what it was. Yeah, it was, I remember it was, like it was very successful. It did pe- like
1: a limited release, if I'm remembering yeah. right, and it was very successful at the box office.
0: Yeah, and I think kind of caught people off guard that there is I mean, because the the audience is there, but I just don't think they people imagine that the audience will turn out in the theater I feel for like it.
1: People. Consistently underestimate the love of anime that there is in the oh, states God, yeah. and worldwide. God, yeah, dude. Like, it's not a fucking Japanese thing anymore. It's no. just a cultural fixture of entertainment. Yeah. And I think, I think, uh, not, not, not to go back to games, we're past the game in minute, but it falls similarly in that category of like a uh, genre or an element of entertainment that is constantly undersold.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's true. And, and I think. You know, because I, I think, like, this upcoming movie will, will be interesting because it looks stylistically different um, than some of the products we've seen from, like, the franchise. Yeah. But because it looks like it's a lot – and I guess this kind of plays off of the Broly movie, but it looks a little bit more like uh, computer animated heavy. Interesting. Um, w- a little
1: bit wh- more 3D, less, yeah, less drawn.
0: Which I think – I you know, maybe I'm wrong on this. I think that's what, one of the reasons why perhaps – the movie like the broly movie did so well is cuz it had a little more of that element to it yeah. and seeing that in the theater might have been like pretty cool pretty cool well i think i think you know? there's such
1: a charm to like the like i would watch dragon ball z like on like on weekends when i was a kid all the time and like even as i grew up i would always watch it from time to time i'm not like as big of a fan as you are but like I fucking love the fu- like the action sequences and how the how they're drawn it all looks spectacular. But if you're going to up it to like a theater, yeah, throw some 3D graphics in there and just intermix it because it's been done convincingly. It's not going to like break from like audiences are cool with it. It's not going to break from the style that much.
0: Yeah. And uh yeah, so it'll, it'll be interesting to check out cuz it's you know, it's called uh it's called Dragon Ball Super Superhero and it what? um no. it's it's going to be it seems like it's going to be centering on where in the past, especially with Dragon Ball Super, you've been really focused on Goku and Vegeta again. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to refocus on Gohan, uh, Interesting. you know, and so you're going to see Gohan. adult Gohan really take the center stage. And like this just dropped like just like yesterday or something like that. Um, Piccolo will also be like a really main player, so you're going to get like that. What one of, and then? One of my favorite relationships in the franchise, that whole. You know, like disciple student relationship that Piccolo and Gohan have uh, will really be like kind of heavy in it and it looks like Piccolo even has a fucking transformation that happens in this uh, in what? this movie so he he like finally gets some love again where it's like you know. Boom, now he's stepping up. He's more powerful than he's been before. So it looks like it's going to be pretty fucking cool. There's heavy, heavy rumors because it centers around the Red Ribbon Army and, like, these two androids that you've seen. But it heavily centers – there's heavy rumors that there's, like, kind of like a cell-like creature that's going to be the ultimate boss in this movie. So it'd be fucking dope if that's the case to see, like, Gohan – adult Gohan have a rematch with, like – Sell in a way, so yeah. you know who knows, but that that's something to look forward to coming out in theaters. It'll probably be like again a limited release, like Broly. So yeah, like just know. like
1: one weekend, and then they're gonna probably widely broadcast it on TV.
0: Yeah, I think like with Broly, like it was it was a limited release, and then
1: uh, like very quickly went up for like rental.
0: Yeah, it took a while for it to like get onto any sort of like streaming platform for yeah. like free, but it was definitely.
1: Like was like available online like it was like weekend uh weekend rental or theater right yeah 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 it was one of those yeah yeah it, it, it I, like I feel like for like once again we've brought this up like over the years of doing this show of like there is a shift happening in entertainment where like that model probably like probably should become a lot more viable as the years go by for specific kinds of films especially things yeah. like this you want like like it's fucking awesome when a TV show has like a big finale or something is sp- or in like some cases like this, an animated, an animated feature sp- that's not a spin off but is a direct tie in to yeah. a long running story. Fuck it. People will go to a theater. There's fans. Fandom's at a huge point now. You know,
0: it's true. I mean like just because, and this is something that like people forget. I think it's, it's wild how, uh, these COVID years have kind of like set in because I think people forget how much fun there was to be had like when like a Star Wars movie drops yeah. and you and your fucking dickhead friends put on some like Jedi robes and like go to the fucking theater. Dude. Sure, they might try to confiscate your lightsaber, but like, you you know, getting like, doing stuff like that, like there's huge fan bases for that kind of shit, oh, yeah. you know, and same thing with like a property like Dragon Ball where it's like, you know, if you give people a chance to just like, have that experience i'm you know i'm sure people will show up you know i mean dude
1: uh, that just reminded me me and kate might cosplay me me and kate are thinking about going to uh kate really wants to go to like california or something yeah and we might because my folks never got me anything the one time i went to disneyland i've told myself i'm gonna buy the most expensive thing i can at disneyland which is a lightsaber from like the build your own lightsaber thing
0: yeah, they're, I I'm mean, gonna, they're pretty I'm impressive. Gonna,
1: I'm going to go. I'm going to dress up for fucking Star Wars. i go to Galaxy's Edge. And go. I'm going to build myself a fucking lightsaber and live <laughs> out a childhood dream.
0: It's like, the,
1: yeah, it, but it's that same sort of thing. It's like getting engrossed in a fandom enough that you're willing to invest beyond just like watching it in its traditional means. Yeah. Whether, that's, whether that's going to an amusement park and doing something fun adjacent to a fandom or going to a theater and watching something in a the th- there that you would usually watch on TV that's well, at like a larger scale
0: and you know the biggest the biggest example like shout outs to like comic book conventions that yeah. happen across the fucking states and every and across the world where Dude. thousands of people show up in costume and in character to just fucking mingle and pretend like they're something else for a little bit yeah. or like to have fun with it Dude. like it's it's something that like it, it's it's not for everybody but, but it's a good time but it's a good time and one of the things that, that like can also make events more fun for people who don't want to dress up yeah is, like being around all these characters and yeah. these people that are wanting to do that and so Dude, I, know, went it's, com- it's I went to emerald fun, city man. comic-con
1: a couple times dress the
0: fuck up if you want
1: i I, no. I i the second time i went to emerald city comic-con when i was like 16 a buddy of mine who didn't go had like a spartan suit oh yeah so i I threw that on i i I went as like a red fucking spartan nice it was great it was awesome and now me and kate been saying for a while since next time emerald city comic-con comes around we're gonna go as a belin and opal from uh, legend of Korra.
0: oh there you go because we both can pull it off fair enough yeah that'd be that'd be dope uh yeah i don't know what i'd dress up as for the next one it would be something, man. I really got to get, like, my Indiana Jones costume oh. together or something like that, you know? No, nah, dude,
1: you should be fucking uh, uh, fucking uh, Shia LaBeouf from Indiana Jones 4.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be Mutt. <laughs> yeah, of, Mutt. Of all characters, I'll be I almost, Mutt. I almost said short round, but I was like, that's no. not the right one. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, in completely weird uh, entertainment segues, I did just read recently that Indiana Jones, the most recent movie, has finished filming. Mm. I forgot that they were doing that. Yeah, it's it's actually gone through. It's happening, and I'm 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 a huge. Is there, let <laughs> it be known on this fucking pod and to the world, I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan. Yeah, but I'm really worried that they're just bleeding this thing dry, dude. You know, I don't. Like,
1: I'm very. I don't know of like how much Harrison Ford's gonna be into it. You know. I, yeah, and that's that, and biggest, that's just sort of it, dude. It's I like, like they, if they were gonna do a good Indiana Jones, they should recast. Well, you, you know? can't
0: recast a role like that at this point. Like it's like the same thing with like Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. You know, if some if <laughs> like if somebody were to come up and be like, "Yo, this person looks exactly like a young uh, Harrison Ford. This person yeah. like can really pull it off." People will still be like, "Fuck that," and that's fine. You just have to let the franchise go. Yeah, like, that's I guess. sort of it. Or. And this is my genius idea, and you know Spielberg, you can take it because I know you're <laughs> listening. Uh, why don't you just reboot the Young Indiana Jones series? That's what I mean for TV or for streaming, yeah. more appropriately. Change it. You know what I mean? Like stop trying to do Indiana Jones in his fucking middle or you know later life, yeah. and like and just no you know, one wants to see
1: like geriatric inner Indiana Jones.
0: Exactly, and like that would be a way that could probably segue into a final and I'm not necessarily for this but a final recast of sorts. Yeah. You know, where like if you spend enough time with that character building it back up, you could eventually like have like somebody accepted into the role, you yeah. know, in, in like where it's back to indie punch and Nazis or yeah. something, you know. Well, I
1: feel like uh, I, I feel like there's like uh I, I don't know. I'm a lot more forgiving in terms of like recasting classic characters to a point you are but i I, am not i understand (laughs) i understand the logic as like why it's why people don't like it but then at the same time it's like i don't know especially with at this point with harrison ford especially if it's old they're then it's gonna be old harrison ford
0: how the fuck do you convince me like, are we going to, like, have zero shots of him running? Well, that's that. That's exactly what I'm worried about, is that, like, you're going to have really poor action exactly. sequences. You know what I mean?
1: Which, like, Indiana Jones has so much charm and so much of his character comes out during those action sequences mm-hmm. that you really risk losing that.
0: I mean, one of the most memorable things to me about Indiana Jones movies, and this may be stupid to somebody, but the is crystal- the, sound, the sound of the, his punches that get thrown. Yeah. They're so heavy and specific. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's like, like it, it's it's like I'm it's not gonna be as convincing seeing that was a like, great punch noise. By seeing, the way. Uh, thank you. Seeing <laughs> an older Harry, like a, a, an older Indiana Jones at this point, throwing those same heavy I mean, punches. is dude. everything
1: like, gonna be like the scene where the dude pulls the swords and he just shoots him?
0: I hope so because that's the I'll be the most convincing exactly. version of this movie. I think so, I think you
1: could go the direction of like this is an old indiana jones who just doesn't give a fuck who's anymore. just
0: who's just you know sprinkle a little murtag on him he's exactly. just too old for this shit and yeah he doesn't want to do it just you know bam. what I mean? like, <laughs> he's just like oh fuck how do we get this over with like
1: i wouldn't but, be surprised if they do like in the same way as they fucking attempted with mutt bring in some young character that they can not like soft reboot but can sort of take the reins if they ever choose to make another one
0: you know yeah i do think that that you know, was a, like a smart attempt. It was just so weird because for, you know, like the way, I mean that, that like Indiana Jones 5 was just, or four. The Crystal Skull. Four. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones 4 <laughs> was just received poorly in general. And I yeah. think, you know, that the idea that, of like, I don't think Mutt Mutt's was the overall
1: issue with that movie. No, it was but the bad. idea
0: of Mutt's character is not like the most, uh, offensive you know no what I mean? it's not like like sons like sun stepping into the role or if something anything, like that you know
1: if anything indiana jones having like a child he never knew existed is very much in that character <laughs> Like yeah. it doesn't that that would not surprise me the dude probably has like 20 kids what <laughs> the,
0: but he's been laying pipe okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's, been... <laughs>
1: he's indiana jones man Come on, I like it. Doesn't it's not that you think Indiana Jones doesn't get laid? Oh, he doesn't punch fucking
0: fucking people robbing graves. No,
1: <laughs> he punches a Nazi and he
0: immediately goes dude, and gets laid. Bull whipping across fucking caverns. <laughs> he's punching Nazis and he's yeah, he's getting fucking laid. All right, yeah, the, dude. The he, three majors. All he's right. probably
1: he's probably getting, getting some. I mean, <laughs> let's be real. He's there's probably like thirty months. there's the, Thirty
0: months out there.
1: All they need. Watch that. Be it. They That'd Bring in, ridiculous. they show up, and he's like, Where's Mutt? Uh, well, he's uh, Mutt's sick, he's not coming with you this time. Here's your other son.
0: Oh, uh, but you can <laughs> have this one. Him. You can I've never have... met him. I don't hear, I don't know about that guy. Um, but yeah, so that, that'll that be interesting. His name's I... name
1: Louisiana.
0: <laughs> oh my god, dude, Louisiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, coming off of India, that's not a bad Well, not that Indiana, dude, called Louis. A... Yeah, oh, there you go, Louis Jones, dude. Um, I'm a writer,
1: screenwriter, Lucas Casal. Come and hire me, fucking taking resumes from the fucking candidates here.
0: Damn, dude. I was just, I wish I remembered what I was fucking reading earlier. I was just reading something earlier about Steven Spielberg kind of like having his hand in like a TV show that was recently aired. But I don't. Remember, so I don't want to bring it up. Either so, way, it seems like Spielberg's at, like it's like rare to hear Steven Spielberg news, I feel like, these days. Yeah. And, um, the dudes but he's fucking, still active. Yeah, like, he's that's he's active. He's a bit he's more just, on the back end yeah. now.
1: Like he's he's doing less stuff himself and more like promoting or p- producing projects for other filmmakers. Yeah. Which is fine.
0: Oh totally. Like uh, you know, for which is exactly like I mean it's a, it's a, for somebody it's that a, has had the career he has. Like that is know, a I couldn't see him doing a lot evolution. of evolution. Yeah, I wouldn't see him directing like a ton of pieces, you yeah. know. Um
1: you know I think um yeah I I think he's he's fucking done the work. <laughs> and it's cool if anything, I like that he's out there producing and promoting art things because if you attach Steven Spielberg's name to something, you're gonna get a lot of clout to that immediately, yeah, or a kind of attention that you really wouldn't have it. So there is an opportunity for him to maybe promote some, and like produce some interesting projects that wouldn't get otherwise made.
0: It's true, um, but ooh. that is
1: not if I, he's, he needs to get his fucking finger out of Jurassic World first.
0: Oh god, dude, I'm so sick of that. So sick of Jurassic <laughs> World shit, uh, but you know, uh, here's another here's another random rumor, um, and I think I mean I think this might might not be just a rumor, yeah. I th- but I haven't I haven't personally confirmed it. So, uh, but rumor has it um, that Beetlejuice Two is officially going to be in the works, really bringing back. Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder no yeah <laughs> yeah. So I don't think Alec Baldwin will be involved in this project because yeah. I don't think he's going to be doing much <laughs> uh, yeah. shout out hey, there's like five <laughs> Baldwins
1: though so just get yeah, yeah
0: I mean hey dude like get the worst Baldwin you know another Baldwin bites the dust yeah. that's 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 just <laughs> it that's it you know I think what Steve Baldwin or whatever his fucking name was the dude that was in Biodome with Pauly Shore yeah. that dude went on to be like a heavy like Christian guy who sort of just like no really yeah yeah, which was kind of, like, funny because he always – his character was always, like, a fucked up, like, stoner dude or something and like he that. Found, he found the way. Yeah, well – this is the way. This
1: is the way. He's a Mandalorian, um, actually, not Christian.
0: But, uh, you know, so anyway, I, I think that would be really fucking cool. And now would be a very appropriate time for that because Michael Keaton, the man who just he's keeps coming having back. resurgences. He's, came, he's been back, dude. Like So, like, that's the thing. If you think about Michael Keaton, right, he was, like, he was uh, a huge comedy actor yep one of the main reasons that he was super controversial when he got picked for Batman yep. um to the point where people were like writing letters to and like and like to like newspapers Which, about it and it is like that. it
1: is very reassuring to me to see Bowie to see that uh fan bases haven't changed
0: no they're always they're angry. just more direct now. they're always a hornet's nest <laughs> uh and so you know you see him go through those stages and huge popularity yep. because of batman like like undying legendary popularity because of batman yep. and then he goes quiet for a while it that, seems like he you know may, maybe does some work some background works yep. but he comes back with the movie birdman birdman Birdman's which was so good fucking incredible that movie's amazing if you haven't seen it by like still oh, you guys it's like you know you got to find great it.
1: performance from michael Keenan great performance from Emma stone the
0: direction the cinematography is fantastic if I'm remembering like, right
1: it's shot to look like one continuous shot correct? a lot
0: of it at least is if not if not the whole thing yes—but yeah. meant to look like that it, it's really cool and it's, it's really fluid it's really fluid the way it's shot and
1: and I'm pretty sure he got a best actor nod for that as well yeah
0: and then so that brought him back a little bit more Spider-Man his role as the Vulture in Spider-Man obviously like brought him back into pop culture
1: the Vulture is arguably still one of the best character one of the best villains in the MCU and then partially because of his performance partially because it was well written Here's to hoping that he's all right in Morbius. And
0: then, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and and then now you have you have him coming back as Batman. Back as the Bat. You know what I mean? So, which is epic which, and still just so baffling to me. But did you see that Ben Affleck's Batman is
1: gonna die?
0: I've heard that. I've heard so that rumor like, at least because because he doesn't like Ben Affleck. I think is done with playing the fucking character anyway. Yeah. And they and that, they, 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 but they've they, wanted to do you know, something else with that role for the flash movie. So yeah.
1: hey, they kill him. That could be another, uh, way. That could be another reason why, uh, Barry starts a flashpoint. You
0: know? Well, I was thinking like it'd be, you know, instead of doing, because they're clearly not doing the Thomas Wayne storyline. No. So, I mean, they could basically essentially replace Thomas Wayne with Ben Affleck's, uh, senior statesman, Batman. Yep. Um, you know, who's a little more gritty, a little more a bit more willing to fucking fire off a gun. Yeah. Uh, you know, it actually fits in perfectly with the character that they've established, and that character gets a fucking blade shoved through his chest by, the, you know, by the Reverse Flash instead yeah. of Thomas Wayne. I, that think, would that's, be I think that's. I think that's the smart way to play that. But you never know. And then, the and, Flash then and then, and Such a mystery movie, man. Dude, yeah. Who knows what's gonna happen? Because you know, Flashpoint ve- Flash very... is just a name and at this point. You really don't know. Like You know the ba- you know that there's going to be a, a divergent like timeline established. You know what I mean? And so that's basically what Flashpoint means at this point in terms of like... <laughs> yeah, Bowie's chogging over here. Let's care, oh. to, care to comment, Bowie? No. Nope. All right. Dead air. Thanks, Bowie. <laughs> Thanks, Bowie. I uh, think, uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> that was painful. Um,
1: you know, I think... No, I'm excited to see what happens with all this. And I feel like that's also like a pristine segue to the Batman.
0: Oh, pretty much. Um, You know, obviously that's coming out. This weekend, I I'm mean, I'm going I was tonight. Thinking, yeah, I was, I was like, you can get tickets as soon as you know today, tomorrow. You know, I, um, I always like think that's funny when they film hype that.
1: Filming a influencer, Lucas Casal, going to watch uh, the Batman early. Print,
0: your, print yourself off some sort of like official looking. Oh, badge get a lanyard and you try and get like a. Do is there any? Is there any? Uh, press can I, ba- can press I popcorn? Backs, press backs, please. <laughs> I'm a, I'm an influencer. Popcorn, yeah. please. Do you have any? Uh, student? the studio send any batarangs for uh, any, <laughs> any influencers that might be screening this movie tonight, dude? So I think. <laughs> We were talking
1: about this before. We even watched it. We'll give our thoughts probably next week. I'm going to watch it tonight. You'll probably squeeze into a showing in the next week or so.
0: Yep. Yeah. It'll um, yeah, it, it'll, it'll definitely happen for me soon.
1: Uh critical consensus already though is fucking incredible. Like we haven't like it hasn't been seen yet by like general audiences, but critics have been loving it.
0: Yeah, it seems like uh. you know, it, it it seems like it's it's having a a solid release. Yeah. You know, you're, you're hearing a few more trickle out things about like specifics, but still nothing really major. Spoiler wise, has come out. I
1: haven't paid any attention um, to like spoilers or anything so far.
0: Yeah, but it, you know, it. I, I'm, inter- I'm yeah. Overall, I'm just interested to see how it is. I did read this thing. Uh, There's an article on CBR about like the uh, one of the like the characters in the movie hmm. and, you know it's uh, john uh, terturo terturo john anyway, oh Tur-turo. John terturo
1: is playing uh, falcone yeah he's right? playing
0: carmine falcone and apparently there is a uh, prequel book released for this movie interesting and in the prequel book they refer to Carmine Falcone as being like one of the scariest people in Gotham hmm. uh, to the point where like in this book, that's kind of established that there's these other characters, including Oswald Cobblepot who work for Falcone and or Falcone and they, they like, you know, they're like terrified of him and shit. And like, yeah. you know, and this is all, this like all of this kind of seems to be established in this prequel book. Cool. Uh, and it's, it's all happening in this, like, like the year or two uh, before you, you know, the stuff you see in in the movie. So, yeah. you know, it seems really strange to release an a official prequel book. It for, probably for is, a, like, not a, essential movie. reading, you know? Um, but
1: I feel like always stuff like that is... Uh, it's not essential, and it's, to a point, milking the fan base.
0: Yeah, all it, all it serves is to give you... A char- bit more it, it just gives you character context, like stuff like that. And that's not something that like the average fan needs more of it's no, something that it's something that like the, the message it's something in the that, movie. it's something that like somebody who's like oh i want I, like i want to know what penguin's been up to like that person will will definitely be into like reading that before they go to the movie Which but you don't need that apparently you know I mean?
1: penguin is fucking awesome like that's one of the things i've seen cited in a bunch of reviews is i've that heard- colin farrell's awesome as penguin
0: i've also heard that his his role as a villain is ex- is a lot more toned down than people assume yeah and so that's kind of interesting so you're not really gonna i i really doubt that he's gonna have any main play into the overall like you know just uh, like, villain storyline that's might gonna just happen like a good
1: way to set up that like Batman's here, you know. Well, yeah, going to take down a villain early. In the I film. mean,
0: he's a great character to help you paint a broader picture of Gotham, right? He's yeah. a, he has a, he has his paws in the criminal underworld, you know. He's also kind of like in the you know in Batman's rogues gallery, so you get the ta- like a further taste of like more villains yeah. in the world, not just criminals, and you know, so you get. You get a lot more with him, and obviously, there's like a there's there's multiple things that are coming off of this project, which is interesting. So this movie is spinning off with a Gotham series yep. that will be focused on, uh, wow, uh, Commissioner Gordon, yep, um, played by Jeffrey Wright, and then there's supposedly also a Penguin series that will be spinning off. Featuring Colin Farrell, have obviously where that will be more more things like with his character will be explored. Cool. So that's why I'm I'm I feel like his character is almost like a tease where it's like you're gonna get some stuff from him, but you're not gonna get like you know you're not gonna get like. like a Danny DeVito focused kind of storyline where it's like, you know, like he's like, you know, the penguin's going to blow up the city. <laughs> you know, it'll, it'll be like, Penguin has some information and he doesn't fucking like Batman. And so he like maybe tries to kill him once and then he's like, nah, I'm not going to do that the rest of the movie.
1: Very much how the, uh how fucking Penguin operates in like the Arkham games. He's like, yeah I'm he, no match. My, well, my not, goons are going to get fucked up by Batman. I'm just going to try to avoid him. Yeah.
0: He, yeah. He's not a physical fucking threat to Batman. No. Um But you know, that being said, like, like the uh, obviously, there's like there's other villains uh, in this movie, including the Riddler. You have the tease of like potential uh, Joker-esque character. I don't. Th- I I read that the the scene with the guy that everybody thought was gonna play the Joker is like officially a deleted scene. Oh okay. So it's something that like I think the director Matt Reeves said that will will be on like the DVD release or something cool. like that.
1: Uh, the Barry 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 Kogan.
0: Yeah yeah. Um,
1: so druid
0: so you know i don't think that that actually has any like i I doubt that the joker will have any appearance in this movie you know what i mean oh
1: who's like the zombie fucking dude the zombie uh villain you know what i'm talking about not like he looks like the hulk i always forget his name
0: oh you're talking about solomon grundy yeah solomon grundy born on a monday dude
1: yeah you know who who should we i want to see solomon grundy in live action you know who should play
0: solomon grundy who Michael Chiklis, the guy who played the Thing in the in the Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> <laughs> J fucking K, no, just dude. Like, J K Rowling's there for sure. Like that would not be good. <laughs> J K Rowling's. The... <laughs>
1: uh, oh wait, okay. Actually, so I mean,
0: cool tangible news, dude. <laughs> yeah,
1: cool, ba- cool Batman. We're we're I'm excited. I'm really excited to see. We really it. don't, don't have any, f- any further thoughts on Could it we, until we see it. down the early. Batman. I love you, Mr. Sunday Movies. I love the Weekly Planet. They're great uh, movies and TV podcasts but come on wait a few more fucking days before before putting out your video about the post credit scene for the batman i didn't watch it they put it out on monday <sighs> i was like dude brutal like why
0: it's, why it's it's they they it's all culminating to a batman you so i bet that, here, here here it is the post credit scene i know it exactly spoilers the post credit scene is caesar from planet of the apes <laughs> has risen from the grave <laughs> <laughs> and he, him, and his ape friends have tried to have started inv- invading Gotham stewards. No, 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 and no. Bat- Robert Pattinson will now have to, as Batman, destroy the ape, la- the, the smart apes. And, no, no. And, no. <laughs> here's the
1: thing, but here's the important part: who who resurrects Caesar?
0: That's a good question. Ros. No, no, no.
1: Rashaldoo. No, it's not. It's not. It's um, it's Gorilla Grodd, <laughs>
0: fucking Gorilla Grodd. There you go, and it's a perfect crossover perfect. Into, the, into the Flash movie. There you go.
1: <laughs> the Batman crossover with the Flash. We just see Robert Panzer and Michael Keaton.
0: The, uh, That's funny. Well, one last, uh, another, another like kind of like final, final esque thought on on Batman. Really quick is that Matt Reeves has sort of established that he is not interested in creating like an env- a movie environment where like Superman will be included or anything else. Yeah. you know what I mean. He's like so, going back
1: I, the way of the uh, the Nolan. Thing films
0: yeah and i think that's really i think that's really it's i think it's important to establish that i'm not opposed to it i think it's great you know we like we had a like a single off standalone joker movie that was fantastic in this weird you know different universe i think you know not focusing on the the potential justice league aspects of how to you know bridge one to the other was perfectly good you know i think they just need to leave this as like a hopeful you know like prospect that will like branch off other batman films yeah. you know so that that's cool i'm really but yeah I, I i'm generally just fucking can't wait to see it you know yeah. it's gonna be awesome
1: speaking uh, of something that i might wait to see or might go see if reviews are better than i expect uh fantastic beast 3 mm. uh what was this yeah. one secrets of dumbledore yeah um I... they put out another trailer i'm
0: out I'm really, <laughs> yeah, <I'm>... really. <laughs> okay, out. this there, put, this is going the way of Jurassic World, if you ask me.
1: I really liked the trailer for what it was. You know, I thought it was a like a visually interesting trailer. It, yeah. Honest to god, me and Kate had the biggest argument we've had in like a year about this trailer, because I
0: polarizing. Well, so here's <laughs> here's the
1: thing. I didn't. I was a fucking edge lord kid. Mm. All my friends were reading Harry Potter. I was like, oh, I'm too cool for that. I'm gonna read Percy Jackson. And <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna read Percy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I fucking I still love Percy Jackson the Olympians. But the uh, you're all I, fucking muggles anyway. I, I hope that <laughs> you know actually I hope that that Percy Jackson the Olympians uh, show that Disney Plus is doing is good because that could be a great series. That said, I didn't grow yeah. up with Harry Potter the same way Kate did. Yeah. Okay and she was like the other fantastic beast movies i was like the first one that was really fun i Mm -hmm. watched all the harry potter movies and then i was like hey let's watch fantastic beasts because why not
0: yeah first one first one was great
1: i watched the first one fun movie you know not Mm -hmm. the best not the worst second one pretty fucking boring Uh, yeah but i could tell it was building towards something so i am genuinely curious about where this one is going and i feel like it, if like the reviews turn out good, I'll go watch it in theaters. Mm. And this is what I told Kate that sparked a huge fucking argument. Not, and don't get me wrong. All, only love. We're, we're great. But we, it got heated for a moment. I was like, this is a visually interesting trailer. I feel like, and I mentioned this, this on the show before we get like three really cool magic based fights in like the Harry Potter films prior to this. Yeah. Like there are a lot of magic shenanigans and like fun little things but you don't get really th- anything cool besides like the last battle in the Deathly Hallows, and uh, the Voldemort versus Dumbledore fight in the in the in the fucking uh, in the like political place. You know what I'm talking about? Why am I forgetting the name?
0: Yeah, the Ministry. The Ministry.
1: Um, the Ministry of Magic. Yeah, that's it. And I feel like we're getting a lot of that in the trailer. And I was like, cool, show me some cool magic shit. If the story's all right. And it gets decent reviews. I'll go and watch it in theaters so I can see that, you know? Yeah. And my God, I forgot how much Kate was like offended by the fantastic beast movies as like a devoted fan of that franchise, how much they sort of just like push aside the existing lore and the existing narrative for the sake of doing like fan service. Yeah. And i I honestly forgot how much I can rub people wrong, yeah. but coming
0: from it as like a less devoted fan. So welcome interest- to welcome to comic book, movie fandom exactly but
1: it's something that i was like i've i don't know i've always been like on the outside on the outside of that franchise and it's like Mm -hmm. one of the few things that i'm not like super invested in in terms of like blockbusters you know
0: yeah i mean i don't know like like i said i'm I'm not i'm not really like
1: i'm not like going out
0: of my way to watch this next one
1: did you watch the trailer at least
0: yeah okay and you know I, I i do think that you know they're exploring some things that fans want exploration of but <laughs> overall it's just like i don't know like i am i'm it saying- just doesn't have like like if how do i say it the first movie it was great until the second movie came out and then it became good. Yeah. You know what I mean? When the, when the, when the third movie comes out, if it has even less value than the second movie. Yeah. It's going to make that original movie just look like shit. Yeah. You know, because then it'll just be like, okay, this they went is this. nowhere because in that original movie, they do a lot. It, it, it extends itself because they do a lot more character digging and they do, you know, a little more world building. Yeah. Um, and and Newt is a and, fucking great character and that's the fun thing about that movie yeah and you know to the more it's like it's weird because some some properties you want that flushed out the world more flushed out and stuff sometimes and, you don't and, and and seems like yeah with these properties they're kind of doing a worse job of it yeah and so i i don't want them to continue this because well, i don't want this to be the world that's known to everybody what you i find know what, what i, I mean? find
1: so interesting I, well i th- yeah i think it runs that risk to a point like it, I I don't think it's gonna squander the originals just yet. More no, than JK Rowling already has herself.
0: I just think that like I, I nothing will ever like squash like the ori- the or the the you know Hogwarts yeah. world of of Harry Potter. But yeah. but it it could do enough damage to make that less appealing. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, and I think what was so interesting, I was talking, talking to Kate about this. I
1: was like, after we watched the first Fantastic Beasts, Kate was like, it's I don't really like it. And I was like, I really enjoyed it because it sort of expands on this world that was so contained to like England and Europe Mm -hmm. for in the Harry Potter films. Mm -hmm. It's like no shit. There would be wizards everywhere. Right. There's gotta be like a school in the States. What the original plan for the third before they really backtracked, I guess. And they rewrote it significantly after the bad reception of the second
0: Mm -hmm. rightfully. So,
1: um, but they were going to go to Brazil like the whole thing was going to be in Rio in like the 60s which is a cool setting mm. and they were going to go to the Brazilian Hogwarts which cool on paper yeah probably just like too much world building for the sake of world building
0: yeah i mean it'd be like that that's where like that would be a great storyline for a piece of writing exactly you know what i mean which i feel because like because you could really flush that out and like and and play with the the just, reader can play with their imagination. You just don't more. have
1: the the screen time to make that good though. No,
0: and that's something you have to. You know, I've been like it's it's really been beaten over my head for years because of comic book movies. Like I mentioned yeah. earlier, where it's like, you know, eventually you just make peace with the fact it's a different medium. You cannot pull off the same things. You can do but, it as you can do it but, really well, but, but it has to be different. But when they when studios start picking apart elements of of like the original properties and piecing them and gluing them together in ways that they weren't like those, those storylines weren't meant to be, yeah you know, you have to like, you start as a fan being careful, being like, well, does that really work together? Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, and, and, you know, if you're going to pick bones, you, then you'll like, you'll, you'll constantly be unsatisfied. That's the yeah. thing I've learned. Like you'll constantly be unsatisfied if you're going to pick bones like that, yeah. even though you want to, like, that's me. I I want to, but I, like, ch- I try to like ignore that instinct yeah. so I can like enjoy what is being presented somewhat, I, I think, you know?
1: I, I think what the issue is with the Fantastic Beast movies beyond the first one is that it's more for the sake of more rather than more because it's a good idea.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And, and I
1: mean, like, you, we've, we've said that about the Star Wars movies, about the recent yeah. ones, the, the sequels, Um, like, what was substantive? What was the pitch beyond Disney owns Star Wars now? Let's make a trilogy. Yeah. You know? And I feel like, uh, I mean, even with some of that, like, you can say what you will about Disney as an evil company. Marvel has been fucking good. And it feels like every, almost every movie, excluding like Eternals and Black Widow recently, has like had something to offer, whether that's in terms of character or like furthering the wider story of the universe.
0: Yeah, well, and that's you know e- even technically both those movies tried to accomplish like some sort of like further yeah uh, world building which um, which they
1: do but, but those are like two of the the sort of like
0: yeah films that sidestepped a bit. You know, it's like yeah, it's it's just uh, it you know it it's just stuff you have to be you have to be careful of when you're like when you're a fan of a certain property in a certain medium and it's transcending that medium, you yeah. know? Um, I don't know. It's, it, it's because like I said, it's, it's sort of weird to try and explain that. Cause it, it is like such a hot button. Like it's such a hot, like a feeling an emotion for some people. Like you yeah. still get wrapped up into that. And
1: I mean, I you can't. Know, like blame I said, him. like
0: I can't blame you, but I just, I feel like you're just building your expectations up to like always be disappointed because You'll never get what you want out of like a out of like a you know like uh, out of comparing like a comic book to a to a movie out of comparing you know an anime to a to a a movie out of comparing a Harry potter like book to dude let you me know let the me fantastic t- world movies let me let
1: me tell you fucking uh fucking fantastic beast movies fucking uh there there is one film that does it well though and what's that uh twilight
0: twilight. Twilight transcends it all. It's it's the exception that proves the rule,
1: man. Way better than the books.
0: One of my favorite things I recently saw about Twilight, actually. What? It, it was, uh, <laughs> it was w- a joke. It was uh, the, a series where the main. It's like it's like a a series of books and movies where the main character has to choose between bestiality and necrophilia. Oh, good God. <laughs> What? It's true though. You're either fucking an animal or you're fucking a corpse, right? <laughs> oh like, no! Bella's fucked up either way.
1: Oh god. <laughs> oh. 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 You know, I, uh, I got root. Speaking you know, of a franchise, I mean, like, that crushed me. I mean, I said it earlier Percy Jackson and the Olympians, those movies are fucking
0: terrible i've never i got it don't i I mean i just they got
1: uma thurman for
0: that garbage (laughs) that just yeah they just you know that whole like property just completely passed me by dude it's a cool concept
1: Um, and those books i was talking to me and kate we'll probably uh we're waiting for our apartment work to get done then we're gonna finally we're gonna record probably the first episode of our show we did and heads up to the listeners Uh, uh, amateur's notes. We recorded our first episode. It was, the audio quality was shite. So we, uh, laid that one on the back burner, Uh, but, uh, we'll have one out probably, uh, very soon. The, um, but we were talking about it. It's like the, that is a, that could be a fucking killer franchise because the books are written like screenplays. Like they're not complex writing wise. They could be like lifted Directly and just cutting out, just like trimming the fat, and you have a pretty good like three-hour film, like mm-hmm. two and a half-hour film, and it's like, well, how the fuck did they ruin this? And it goes, it goes, yeah. it, it's that same era of like ad- adapting things that kids enjoyed badly. Like, it mm. came out right around the last Airbender.
0: Yeah, Oof. where yeah, I know. Oof, and that's the, like the low low, dude. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's like, that's why, you know, you mentioned that, uh, you know, Disney plus is is bringing that on as a series and that, that does seem like it might be a good format for it for a property like that.
1: Well, I mean, I actually think, and Kate will probably get around to this on amateur's notes because me and Kate have always thought like, what would be a good way to bring Harry Potter back if they were to like redo the original series, the original like books, Mm -hmm. probably a TV series would be the way to do it.
0: Well, yeah, I mean,
1: or like a or like a short
0: film. That being said, like, there's not gonna be a good time in the next twenty years to no, redo never. those Harry Potter movies. Never. You know what I mean? It's um, it's not gonna
1: happen for a while. But if they do, like in like a Netflix series, will be the way to do it.
0: Yeah. But I mean, that being said, like they like really should consider like a studio really should consider making a streaming property out of out of some elements of that world. You know yeah. what I mean? That that you're right. Like that is a, a perfect candidate for something like the that. The best
1: things that have come out of Star Wars recently are games and streaming. Intelli- yeah. And television shows.
0: Yeah. And, and and um.
1: I don't think we'd be that far off from that.
0: Yeah, and that that actually reminds me of the you know the the thing we were talking about right before recording, um, Moon Knight man, oh. Moon Knight's a, a coming right the fuck up. All it's, right,
1: we got like three
0: weeks, and it's gonna be dope. They dropping. released they released a new character poster.
1: Yeah, Mister Knight, uh, which for those that don't know, that's the Moon Knight that's like in a suit,
0: and you know so in a, in in an actual suit, and so you know it it just you know everything we've seen from. In terms of like drops on March 30th for this, it has been six episodes. Impressive, and that you know these character posters that that, then character costumes that you've seen are impressive. Like overall, uh, even though I have some beefs with the Moon Knight costume, a little bit, a little bit, I'll say it. But uh, overall, like just you know, it's something to like really hold your breath. I think we've seen so
1: little of the costume, though. Yeah, I mean. I just don't the like the transformation. supernatural
0: transformational rap like, oh. that I saw. So I was like that that kind of looks weak sauce, but who's
1: I'm forgetting the name of the guy, me. but they, they showed who's voicing like the the god. Oh yeah, I, I remember
0: seeing that news. I can't but, remember off the top. Like of
1: my head. I immediately recognized the actor. He was in Grand Budapest Best Hotel, notably for me. He played Older Zero in Grand Budapest Hotel. Is it Ralph Fiennes? No, it's not Ralph Fiennes.
0: <laughs> That'd be so funny. It'd be
1: it'd be funny. Here I I have it saved.
0: Um, um so yeah, that that that'll be kind of interesting. Real quick, uh, Marvel note: I saw this this I uh, theory for Gore the God Butcher in for Thor four. Yeah, and the idea was that because of reference things that are referenced in like Eternals, for instance, what if Gore instead of going around killing other gods like uh, like Thor, you know, mm-hmm. he's going around and he's killed like some Celestials. Hmm. so you know that kind of puts every the cosmic stuff on the radar and that would make sense because they haven't really established the presence of like a, a universe is full of like different gods and stuff like that you know so it'd be a kind of an interesting um f murray way of explaining that character f murray abraham oh yeah yeah so yeah yeah that's the guy that does uh he he has a role in uh mystic quest he does. He, yeah, he plays like the the senior the senior uh, science fiction writer on staff. Oh
1: my god, he's been in fucking everything.
0: Oh yeah, Jesus he's Christ. a story the last um, action
1: hero, Grand Budapest Hotel, Scarface.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I mean, he he definitely has a, a How to Train distinct Your Dragon voice, you know? three. So,
1: dude, great movies. By the way,
0: but yeah, that, I mean uh, overall, like Marvel, as always, has stuff coming up. We haven't even, you know, uh, we haven't even talked to anything about um Doctor Strange this podcast but I do want to mention that you know Patrick Stewart is officially like in. mentioned you oh. know that the his role uh that he's uh, you know yes he's acknowledged that he's in the movie um however I saw this I was reading a quote from an interview recently and he also mentioned this thing where he was talking about how you know Professor Xavier has died two times before at this point so you don't really know like what kind of power level or what you're dealing with with him yeah and i think that's an interesting thing that he noted because clearly if that's on his radar Mm -hmm. i feel like that's something that they had play into the character interesting you know what i mean yeah so perhaps like they're embracing the idea that he's like maybe his mind is transcended (laughs) from like you know
1: he's no longer needs a physical form
0: yeah maybe it's gone from like you know ver- version to uh from like one timeline version of professor x to a different one you yeah. know but it's still like the same consciousness from like the fox movies or something like that you know that's that's what it seemed like to me yeah maybe i'm wrong notably uh bruce campbell's in it yeah that was
1: the other one so all so in an interview <laughs> he said i did a cool scene with a character that's been loved but that's been beloved for years and we'll have to see what it what ends up in the movie i don't know if it's still in there
0: I really, you who know, do if, you
1: think he would play? That's a widely beloved character.
0: I mean, like honestly, I wouldn't think too hard into that. That phrasing, I feel like that's a phrase that like he could he Bruce Campbell could probably be applying that to, you know, his. Uh, role in the first Spider-Man movie as the announcer—that'd be fucking funny, you know, because he's like he's—that's he, how he's talked about those roles in in in, uh, in interviews in the past, you know, you like know, and like people and people have kind of made those sort of iconic online and stuff like that, yeah. you know, like he's the guy that named Spider-Man. What if, what if they more.
1: actually make him Mysterio? Like they were going to?
0: <laughs> I mean, that would be that would be redonkulous. Like I think because I I don't think any but Bruce Campbell I just don't think he's. I don't think they would give a role like that to to him because he probably doesn't want to be that invested in Marvel movies well, I mean, you know what you mean, I mean a Mysterio like this is a character just is a bit you know I mean maybe 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 well, I, I, I feel like that'd be I feel like it'd be way better to see him in a, in just like a, a non comic book role you know I you just know? saw it
1: just in seeing his headshot attached to the uh, the post they save there he's got the gray streaks what if he's a doctor Strange variant?
0: That would be really funny. That would be what awesome. What if he's a Mr. Fantastic variant? Oh, that would be even more cool. That would be cool. I'd see that. I'd, you know, I I you could know, see that. What if,
1: what if he's actually just the wrestling announcer, but he's on the Illuminati panel?
0: That would be so funny. <laughs> well, because, like, and I, I just want to mention it. Like, you know, he, the way he's, like, I remember once, like, the, reading the way he described some of his characters in those movies. Like, the first one. He's like I am the responsible for naming Spider-Man. Yeah. The second one he's like I'm the only person who's ever stopped Spider-Man in his tracks. You know cuz he's like he plays the 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 bouncer at the play who's like who doesn't let Peter Parker in. He's yeah. like no, turns him away. He's like you can't get in. And, you know it's like stupid shit like that. So I just feel like that's something fun. It's got to be something funny cuz it's Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi like the you know it's What if he's Ash? I mean, that would be fucking incredible. Like, <laughs> no. So, okay. So, so here it is. Here it is. So they go. Listeners. Like they're traveling Jared's through. face just they're, lit up. They're traveling through the multiverse and they get to like the, the zombie, the zombie universe. Oh, he's Ash, Ash <laughs> Williams is just there fucking chainsawing down zombie superheroes and like, you know. He's got, he's got the fucking wrist. Yeah. He's got, he's got, it's just like a quick shot. Quick shot. shot. You know, like... Uh, you then, see then zombie,
1: just... zombie Strange just gets
0: cut out. Dude, that'd be so fucking cool, though. Like, that would be the ultimate shout-out, if you, you know, ask me. Man. I think... Um, <laughs> like,
1: that'd be so dope. I think... Oh, and actually, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast. There, Somebody did, like, a frame-by-frame frame in the last trailer. And you see the... There's the scene of um, uh, Doctor Strange and uh, America Chavez, like, tumbling through different universes. Mm, yeah, yeah. One frame... One fucking frame, you can't even see it in the trailer. It's so brief. Mm-hmm. You can they tumble through something and it shatters and they start falling into another universe and they go into fucking spider-verse design.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like a really quick like animation. Exactly. And, and like, you know.
1: But some if you stop and you look at it, it's like the lines are very like the heavy comic style. Yeah. I'm like, are they canonizing into the spider verse?
0: I mean I think they've i think they've already alluded to that the fact that they're doing that I mean, I guess technically you, you know at home but yeah and and i well and I think that like you know they've and even they've they've referenced like like you know th- trains of thought of like you know bringing that you know bringing miles morales you know, through the spider verse to, you yeah. know, real life and vice versa with Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Yeah. So I think it's a very active idea. And I think when they're writing things, they probably do keep that in mind. As like, this is something that we, if not, if they haven't done it already, this is something that we want to write into the universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, which is exciting as fuck. It's cool. It's, it's super it's cool. It's really cool. And, and technically, they've also started, you know, this Doctor Strange will probably establish this also because there's been all those heavy rumors that Captain Britain's going to be in this, yeah. you know, and so on and so forth. So it's like... Hopefully
1: played by Henry Cavill. <laughs> uh Dude, that'd well, No, no, fucking no awesome. I
0: didn't mean Captain Britain. Sorry. I meant Captain Carter. So, oh well, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and, and so and so and so like those the, like if there's any characters, yeah, I mean look at like uh you know Evil Strange that we see in the trailer, everybody was like, is that the Strange from the from What If? You know, yeah. and um if it is, cool. then, then they're verifying that the animated stuff is just as valid as the as the you know. What if we see the Watcher? I mean, that'd be fucking dope. But I, know, I I actually... really I really I I wonder you know, like how prominent it's always, it always makes me question when like somebody like Jeffrey Wright gets a character as commissioner Gordon and has also done like the watcher. It's like, it's like, are they going to, are they going to really like establish?
1: Well, I think the difference is that he's live action in one and then the watcher will definitely be a CGI character.
0: Yeah. But that's the difference, you know? Yeah. But I, I just, I feel like in the past we haven't seen this like studio movies cast the same actors in like prominent roles for different, like long term properties, dude.
1: Barry Kogan's gonna be in that fucking spot if the Joker, if his Joker ever pans out. That motherfucker's
0: you know? gonna be Joker. I mean, yeah, if he's gonna, I mean, if he's gonna
1: be, if he's gonna be Joker, I really and think he's those gonna are be an eternal. I really think that
0: those are just rumors at this point. Who like, knows? Who knows? You know, like. But th- I feel
1: like that's another. That's another. That's an even more dramatic example. If Jeffrey Wright is voice acting versus being in something as a person, you
0: know. Yeah, well, Jeffrey actors a hell of a talent. In he's general, a, he's so incredible like, actor, you know. Like, and and it's not like not that he couldn't do it, and it wouldn't be convincing that he's both characters. Or he anything totally could. like that. you know. It's just it's just a matter of like, you know, I don't know, I don't you know, I don't know if they, if if I think they it, have a habit of investing in. I have a couple more
1: things to know of Doctor Strange though before we wrap up. I think that the aesthetic of the multiverse we see in in, in uh, No Way Home, mm-hmm. like when the when the sky is opening up and you're seeing all the different villains and all the you see the, like the universe behind them. Mm-hmm. It looks a lot like the the universe or the multiverse in uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Just sort of the color palette. is very definitely. similar. And um, I think, oh, what the fuck was the other one? I saw somebody also was digging through the screenshots and everything. And you know the shot where it goes into Wanda's eye? Yeah, yeah. Like it looks like that's a different evil Wanda in the first place. Yeah. Like that. that, she's in the room with the Illuminati. And there's blood everywhere. So there's a theory that there's this Wanda that's gone fucking crazy. It's not like our Wanda. It's a Wanda from a different universe. Yeah, some multiversal
0: Wanda. That's and that like... she
1: murders a bunch of this multiversal Illuminati.
0: Well, and I, I mean, I really feel like that's a direction that th- that this could go in. You know, yeah. because there's all the all the talk of is she the big bad? You yeah. know, um, as well as like shots in the trailer you know where you know very clearly she goes like well how come you get to do it but i can't you know yeah. like things like that and so that?
1: you break the rules you're a hero yeah
0: and so like her character is just kind of becoming nothing but more ensconced in her worldview that we see her at at the end of wandavision where yeah. it's like alien it's alien. like it's just up to me by myself to do the things that i need to do for me yeah and you know it's a very for somebody as powerful as she is very dangerous pl- mindset I mean, she's you know? a very and yeah, I think I think so if, I think the
1: most effective thing with Wanda at this point is that you still feel bad for her.
0: So what if like what if like it, it's like a Wanda from a universe where she actually did have some sort of family and they somehow do die or something like oh, that. I mean, and I wonder, So it just sends them over, sends her over the edge. What if what it's
1: mean? in my mind? What comes to mind immediately is uh, what if it's a Wanda where she ended up just like taking over the world with what, um, with uh, what the, the Darkhold? Not the not the Darkhold, but when she made the hex. She actually just never let it go. She's been living in this delusion and then something breaks it and she goes, apeshit. Yeah.
0: Maybe we'll see a Wanda Supreme. You never know. Maybe. That'd be fucking wild. Yeah. Well, they've been doing all sorts of stuff every like uh, with that in the comic books off and on. You know, you'll see like like a uh, Punisher Supreme. Yeah, it'll be like, you know, source, like Stephen Strange takes over the the Punisher and he becomes yeah. the Punisher Extreme, uh, or the Sorcerer Extreme. The Sorcerer Extreme, I think, was the name of it. Actually, fuck yeah! <laughs> oh like my that. god! But, do you see the Punisher just got a new logo? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's been there's uh, they're I trying to it? distance
1: themselves from the uh the Punisher logo re- recent. Well, like, the, the recent I
0: mean, there's that, but I don't I don't think that that's. I think they're trying to distance it, but I think they're, it was also misinterpreted by fans. So like fans, yeah. you know, a lot of fans got really up in arms, and they were like, "What? What are you doing? You can't change the iconic fucking logo!" And and then immediately after that, and you can find these all over the all over the internet, you'll see like like tons of visual uh evidence of like the fact that like his logo has been augmented throughout the years, depending on where the character, like what the character is doing in the storyline sometimes. Yeah. And that's what this is, you know, it's, it's kind of a cheesy ass looking logo. That's for sure. Yeah. But I don't think Marvel was ever like, this is going to be it from now on, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? But, <laughs> uh, but that being said, like the last thought I have uh, is that, it was announced that the Netflix shows, Marvel shows, are officially dropping onto Disney Plus. Yes, and they're adding this in, month. So really,
1: they're adding in a, um, they're adding in like
0: a like an age gating as well. That's that's cool because that's that's what I was curious about. I was like, I'm really gonna like if I go back and watch some of those, I'm really gonna be scrutinizing to see if they've pulled any of the literal punches, uh, blood work, any of the violence, anything like that. I doubt that they will because there will be huge backlash. Yeah. But I think that's they're they're taking a the age gate's a good idea to work around that exactly. You know
1: I mean? And I think that that's uh, opening up the door. So I'm putting Deadpool on. Yep. And they're really rather I think that while the Hulu purchase makes sense to actually or the putting the stuff on Hulu makes sense in theory, actually having it all there on Disney Plus makes a lot more sense. Well, Hulu's a less popular
0: platform. Yeah. Already. Also, you like, lose even the though it's cohesion, been around longer you know? and and yeah, it's just. It, like it, when you when you log on to Disney Plus, they, they have they really they, have it smart. Like when you log on there and you have those like right like Star Wars. Wars, Marvel, you know like yeah, it, it, Geo, it looks yeah. visually more appealing. Yeah, than, than you should be able to
1: go sure. into under a Marvel tab, see every film in the MCU, and then have like off to the side yeah. like. Age gated content, you know,
0: because right now on Hulu, if you if you try and find Marvel stuff, then well, well, granted they have the Deadpool stuff on there, but one of the more prominent things is like some small town. Te- I think we I think we mentioned it like years ago when it started. Uh, you'll you'll find like things like Cloak and Dagger,
1: yeah, you know, oh, like, like from like
0: Freeform TV or something like that, and, and oh, it's just and, uh, like and the Runaways, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like smaller scale stuff, like where it's like how, shield, they man. got the they got the property rights somehow.
1: <laughs> Agents of Shield is going to be
0: uh, going to be on one on Plus. Disney Plus, yeah, yeah. I'll probably I'll I'll probably be down to revisit some Agents of Shield. You I'll know rewatch know I mean?
1: season four in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah, that's a. I'll skip the first couple of seasons for sure. I'll, I'll watch. You know? <laughs> I will. I
1: will. I will watch the latter half of season one, season three and four, most of season five. Yeah. I won't give a shit about season six, and then I'll watch season seven. There
0: you go. Uh, all right. Well, you got any final thoughts for the the?
1: Um. Go watch The King's Man on streaming. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, it popped up. I feel like that, that movie uh, is – it has its issues, but Matthew Vaughn is such a good director. And I think what they try and set up at the end of it is pretty fun. And the Kingsman franchise is fun in my opinion. So uh, give it some love. It has one of the best action sequences of last year in my opinion. And, uh, in what, and it has its issues, but it's a blast. Totally yeah. worth it. It's on Hulu. Hell, yeah. If you're you're not paying any more than a subscription, I feel like it's totally worth your
0: time. <laughs> um and let's see. I oh, I uh, just finished up watching the show on Netflix called Archive 81. Um it's super uh supernatural. Yeah. It's uh it's like kind of centered around like a a, a cult <laughs> and like some like a cult stuff that's happening. Interesting. It's uh yeah, it's really it's actually really cool. There's some cheesy moments. Um, but overall like really fucking cool like vibe that you get from the show so that's just a random show to check out um but you know as always there's plenty of entertainment to be had there's more shit coming up from on our end old heart keeps chugging out uh you know so follow us on instagram old heart radio follow us on fucking uh spotify it i gotta i gotta quickly say what you got
1: do you have three three hours to kill do you want to listen to a podcast do go on just had a guest on and they do a three-hour recap of every Fast and Furious film. Oh god! Oh god, including Hobbs and Chuck.
0: Oh my! Go and, oh, and watch. That, it. And that reminds me. The final bit of news we'll leave you with. Oh god! Jason Momoa has kind of has kind of mentioned that he his role in Fast Ten, though we do not know specifics. It will be a villain of some sort, oh, and cool. he said that the villain has. Is like uh, I I can't remember what the word he used was, but it's like a flamboyant villain, huh. which is cool because his style fits right in with his style and shit like yeah. that. So if he's like if he's like gonna I want to see I want to see uh, Jason Momoa in a pink suit punching Dom Dom Toretto in the face.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, oh
0: God. That being said, la, you know where to find us. We'll be here when you need us. Get out there and do something with your lives.